Um, what up, niggas and you worthless bastards? Oh God. <laughs> Uh, I don't be fucking schlubs. I don't be prepared for the level of aggression that you start these shows with. Like it's a lot. I just want to say this. I would like to tell Gemma that she's a fat cunt. (laughs) Um, she is neither beautiful nor fly. Someone has lied to her. She is none of the sort. She is none of the sort. See this? <laughs> this right here. If only you people listening to this at home, whoever still at this point is sticking around for our shenanigans. I shake my head so much <laughs> during these, these sessions. This is, I be forgetting that y'all can't see me because I literally just be shaking my head or looking off or anything else that signifies that I am not a part of this. <laughs> also, y'all probably won't see this, but my name on Zoom right now is Wendy Williams Scooter. <laughs> started out with violence. Like, I just... Um... Where is your scooter? <laughs> That's the Ian Warwick right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I said it earlier today to myself. I said, where's your scooter as Dionne Warwick? And then I said, uh, I'd like to tell Gemma she's a fat cunt. And I was dying laughing. Oh my God. I, I was just like fucking cracking up. That's New York. For you, uh, those of you who don't know. Of course um, you were, because that's the type of shit that you, that's the type <laughs> of shit you do. It's so funny. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what the fuck's actually happening here, this is Reality Rewind. Um, yeah. We I forgot are, we hadn't even done that yet. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, we are on part two of Agents of Chaos. <laughs> of Agents of Chaos. What the hell is going on? I don't I mean, know. That's people yeah. outside. You heard that too? I did. I'm just like, what? <laughs> this nigga's outside. Um, this is part two of Agents of Chaos over on HBO Max, or you can watch it on Hulu through HBO as well. Yeah. Um, it is a two-part documentary um, about the Russian infiltration of um, the U.S. political cycle. Uh, 2016, y'all gang gang. That time we got, bitch, we were getting... We were getting dossiers. We were getting reports. We were getting all of the facts. Talking about emails and dossiers and reports and who the shit was draining. Right. Like, I think so. I was thinking about this because I know I said last week that this was hard to get through because it was really draining. It was really like, but I think that I was thinking about this more as I was rewatching parts of it today and, you know, all of this. Mm hmm. I have decided the the big reason why this is so draining for to watch is because 2016 was full of fuck shit. Like it was a whole dumpster fire. Yeah, but very much. After the fire just got bigger, it's yeah. been one dumbass thing after another continuously. And they're not like small events because it was like 2016 happened and all the fuck shit and then it was like then we went into like the muslim ban and all that fuck shit and then we went into 
the next then we went into the fucking investigation and the Mueller trials and all that other fuck shit and then we got into I totally COVID. forgot about um, the Muslim ban right and then COVID happened and then the insurrection and then it was just like it's like the one massively fucked up thing after the next which is why this is so draining to watch because it's like we haven't come out of it yet <laughs> right it's been like one tidal wave of like white man garbage after the other and Ooh. there's been just no stopping it the only thing they it's... did was they hit up monique samuels and was like bitch you got some more binders <laughs> did you happen to catch the sale on the the fucking the school supplies yeah. when you was down at the staples <laughs> uh monique samuels have hashtag uh office max and live for her <laughs> hashtag office max you ignorant <laughs> oh my god okay so i do believe where we left off um we were talking about the actual um hacking of the dnc with um mm -hmm. fancy bear tidy bear and charmin bears <laughs> i remember fancy bear and cozy bear cuddly bear it was like fancy bear cozy bear and um and a leather bear. I don't. I, I can't remember what the last one was. But I was like, "Why are their names adorable? This is weird." Um, you all have to forgive me. I've actually, I've lost my actual notes. We're like, we're we're freestyling. It's post holiday. We're just having a yeah. dumb discussion. So if we get things wrong, we just get things wrong. Okay, it's, just enjoy yeah. the fucking show. It's kind of this is a it's the first show post holiday. We're all kind of figuring our life out right now. Real wackadoo, bitch. Okay, before we get into this, that whole ass live show, I don't know how to work my new phone yet. Guess what happened? Did you lose it all? I posted it and I lost it all. Mm -hmm. I hit share and it just didn't show up. It's so fucking up lately. Highly annoyed. Very irritated. It's fine. They caught it live. They caught it live. They didn't. They'll have to catch it next week then. They should have given me a dossier on how to work this phone. Preferably done by Roger Stone because that nigga is ruthless Ew. garbage. So, <laughs> so in this, I am also I'm also listening to Michael Cohen's book. Which one? Uh, Disloyal. Oh, I started listening to that I think it was like last year during quarantine. So I've been, I never finished it. I've been well, I've been going between that one and uh House of Gucci, so kind of listen. Okay. But so it's like <laughs> it's like I'm watching this and then listening to this book simultaneously. Yeah. And it's just two very, very different takes on mm -hmm. the same events. Not that they're saying different shit because they're really not. Michael Cohen's pretty much saying all the same shit that no, he's saying the exact same shit. It's just like, oh yeah, Trump Trump his feelings nuts. hurt. So it's super fucking emotional for him. Cause mm -hmm. his feelings are so fucking hurt. He thought this was like his nigga and it really wasn't. And it's like so you watching this very clinical take on it and then yeah just pure facts very emotional take on it. So it really it does kind of hit both sides, even though they're giving you the same information. Mm -hmm. um, when I was listening to that, um, who, it was somebody he reminded me of. Trump reminds me of um, at least the idea, like what they created of Trump. 
He reminds me of, and it's probably going to get us into trouble, um, but uh, Miscavige, Paul Miscavige, John Miscavige, David Miscavige, that's his name. Uh, the president, CEO, or God, or pastor, or but I've always of Scientology. I've always said he reminded me of a cult leader. He has but that's exactly said, what I mean. Yeah, he has are, yeah. The, the personality traits and attributes of a cult leader. Mm-hmm. Everything that makes people follow fucking Heaven's Gate or was David Koresh? That was his name. I don't know if that was Heaven's Gate or not, but somebody I know one of the names is David Koresh. I be I t- David Koresh was I read about so Waco. many characters that I tend to mix up who was where, but um Heaven's it, Gate was um T and O. Yes, that's who it was. But when you think about the cult leaders, the te- white. even some of the televangelists like Jim and Tammy Faye Baker and it's the um, cult of personality. Yeah, it's like when you think about these different cult leaders and you think about Trump, it's it really is a lot of similarities. The like biggest a thing is disturbing that, amount. Yeah. The biggest thing about it is that love them or hate them, they make you talk, right? Mm-hmm. They either they either charm you to the point that you can't see they did no wrong or disgust you to the point that you hate watch. Yeah. And you know what, though, that's it's funny that you say that, too, because that was the exact plot of the Russian operatives in feeding the disinformation and in the efforts of like stealing information from the DNC, mm-hmm. that, that their whole point was to sow nothing more than discontent. Exactly. And it definitely fucking worked. Um, right after the first hack round, Trump comes out and he says, give them 30,000 more. And that same day, hours mm-hmm. later, um, the Russian, like Russian operatives were back at it again. But it's like, if you look at the way even this was done, right? Because it's like with Trump, all you saw was negative, negative, negative about his policies, which his policies were his policies. And if you liked them or hated them, it was what it was. I don't really care about that. Like, I don't, this isn't a political podcast, so I don't really give a fuck about how you feel about his policies. But it's like you see all this negative about his policies and stuff that he plans to do. But then with Hillary, you see all this negative, but it's about supposed scandals like Benghazi and the emails, stuff people, it's stuff that's like super vague and vague enough that people can like decide where they want to land with really no real information around it. Um, And we have to be honest too, because the information that was provided around it was not real. And it was also- That's why I said with no real information around it, because it's like, what you did get was either false or biased. Yeah, I like. So, I think it's important to always note too. Like there was information that was given. Mm-hmm. The, the information, the information was not real. Right. You know what and I mean. That's why. I, that. That's why. I, you know, I always words <laughs> very, very carefully. It's always no real information was given because it's like it's either completely made up or yep. it's twisted to because of the bias of. Yeah, but see, it happened on both sides because you know Trump loved to yell fake news, 
but he wasn't totally wrong, right? Yes, he always said fake news when it was shit that was negative about him. But if you look at the way all this coverage went, because this was such a polarizing election, it's like you'll see more left-leaning um, news outlets that'll put these quotes or post these clips that make things appear this way. But then you have the right-leaning ones that do the same, that take the same clip or the same quote and it appears a totally different way because there's nobody just reporting what happened. It's reporting what happened based on what their agenda is. Everything has the skew. Mm-hmm. Everything has a skew. And to be perfectly honest, everything, only reason why everything has a skew is because it's profitable. Yeah, very much so. And that is, because our news has always been like my beef a business with. and not a source of information. And That's then it. I was actually, and then plus, but bigger than that, because I was talking about this yesterday, um, talking about Chris Cuomo, I was talking about this then, a big part of the issue is that the people that we're supposed to trust to get our news from are not journalists. They're television no. personalities. What are you talking about? <clears throat> I am a journalist <laughs> and we believe in reporting real news. <laughs> so, I'm let that woman rest. Our supposed news outlets are really just sources for people's hot takes because they want something to go viral. Also, too, it's not just like they're not just it's, it's not just being news personality. Right. It's also the fact that why we're constantly getting like public opinion on stories that we shouldn't have public opinion attached to it mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm watching this to feel informed okay so case in point right um oh that's probably not a good case in point actually because mm-hmm. that, that's a story that it would be important to give me three human but it's also we react on headlines people don't read shit because if you look at the average engagement no well, people just it's like two seconds it's like two, three seconds. Like That's people it. read the headline, then go straight to the comment section. People don't read. That's why a lot of like organizations now, what they're doing is they're putting very quick bullet points at the very beginning of the article mm-hmm. just to tell you what the fuck is happening because you niggas can't be bothered just to read it. Yeah. Like they have to do bullet points because you niggas won't read beyond the headline. But also too, at the same time, because it's also that the like average heart scam too because of the headline. Like a lot of the headlines are are complete clickbait and sensationalized as well. So I mean, it's a double edged sword. Um, yeah, DNC is hacked. Uh, Julian Assange takes his old pasty white ass up there. <laughs> um. Oh wait, this is diving into episode two real quick. Oh, sorry. Never mind. We're gonna double back away from that right now. Um. But yeah, the DNC ends up being hacked. Um. Trump. I want to say Trump operatives, uh, Trump employees, campaign employees, such as um, uh, what is his name? Carl Page and Paul Manafort and Roger Stone begin interacting with the Russians in multiple and various ways. Uh, although but Paul Carl, Manafort had been working with the Paul Russians. had already been there, but now he's doing it out of his mouth he said he had only one client and none of them were foreign so now he's working with the russians in a way that um 
benefited, definitely benefited Trump, but also benefited money. him more. But come on now, we're not about to act like we don't know that he owed the Russians money. Yeah. The whole point of him getting into this was so that they didn't take his ass out. Well, it also gave it also gave Russian the Russian government a like direct, almost completely direct line to what ended up being the president of the United States as well. And that's what um, yeah. And Paul, I mean, not only did it pay his debts, but it definitely like made him some money along the way too. He might be evil, but he that was genius. No shade. No I shade. Mean, he's a super villain. He really is. He really is. Super villain. He truly, Paul truly is. To make sure they're good. <laughs> Carl Page is a nut. He's a nutcase. Yes. He's a fucking nutcase. Um, every time he speaks, I just fear for the world's safety because he yeah. also feels like a supervillain, just like the crazy. You remember Two Face from Batman? Yeah. You remember the really crazy side? Mm-hmm. Well, like when he went really crazy. Yeah. Um, that's what that's what he reminds me of. <laughs> like that's exactly what the fuck he reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important to know too. These motherfuckers had an uphill battle. Because right about the same time that the um, WikiLeaks posted uh, John Podesta's emails, um, this was around the same time that Trump was, we were, we were, the pussy bites back, you know. We yeah. was wearing pussy hats because Trump said, grab them by the pussy. Mm-hmm. And white women all over the world went, oh my God, how dare he? But still, and all of a sudden, uh-huh. we were selling pussy hats. But also another thing of outrage. Hmm. It was a, it was another incident. It that truly wasn't a yet another incident of outrage because nothing came from it. Not at like, all. Nothing. There wasn't a single goddamn thing. That and honestly, I've never been convinced that Trump's camp themselves didn't put that out. Um, that's how he operates. He operates on shock and awe. So, he, yeah, nothing gonna happen. I don't see I don't see them releasing that. See the um, reason why I say that is because it was a conversation between him and somebody else. It was the uh and, the other host from Extra. But the way that this conversation was structured, it did feel like the host was purposely leading him there. Even though it was just a general conversation, it was easy to... Yeah, they were just talking. (laughs) But it was an easy thing to be spun that he was leading him to say something, right? It didn't take that much to put that spin on it because I I was watching... Here and there, I'll turn on Fox News just to see what's happening. Yeah, no, of course it. I happened to be watching... I happened to have it on when this tape came out. And I'm listening to the way they're talking about this. And I was like, this isn't even mental gymnastics. It didn't take shit to get here. So no. it's like, and because his whole campaign has been, had been shocking off. He saw that worked for him. Cause it's not, I don't, the thing I, about it is people don't people, most people about 90% of the country, they vote based on whose name they see the most. Yeah. Name recognition. That's all he needed. He knew one shit about to happen. Because by the even then, though, like Hillary Clinton had just as much name recognition. Yeah, but people hate her. 
Yeah, people also the fucked up thing is people also hate Donald Trump. Yes, like they people, do. remember people were voting no. for Donald Trump. They're like, we really hate him, but no, they do. But see, the thing is, it's like you got two people that they hate. Where it's gonna what you go to next? They're gonna automatically vote for the dude, whether he qualified or not, because they're just not about to put no emotional ass, quote unquote, woman in charge. Well, Hillary didn't even have that. It was like the email. It was the emails. It was uh, bills passed. Like it was all of the shit that we already knew about it. Benghazi. Mm-hmm. Like it was all oh, these other things had that like had worked against her. And the one that she was a woman. Yeah. Like meanwhile, Donald Trump has had how many bankruptcies? And in reality, like we all knew about it. Exactly. Like what? Where the fuck Nothing is the Trump that state? Came club? Out in twenty sixteen was new information. None there wasn't a moment. There none of it. Like really, Absolutely not new information. It. We knew each and every piece of it. It's just they just stirred it up in a way that we now are fake outraged about it. Yeah. The thing about we knew about Hillary planning Chelsea's wedding and sending all them other emails from her private email her account. We knew she was sending government emails from her personal email account. We had already knew about that. We had already heard about that. We knew about Benghazi. We had already heard about that, already talked about that. Everybody know that Bill can't keep his dick in his pants. Yeah. Like, we all know that. And because, you know, that was a part, too. She can't even keep her man happy. How she going to run the country? Like, that was something. That was, when I heard niggas say that, I'm like, bitch, you ain't got a man. So shut up. Right. Right. It's she, like, bitch, you barely got a home. Just if you don't like, take your dumb ass out and vote. With Donald Trump, we already knew that he's misogynistic and he liked to call people ugly if he don't like them. We saw. Yes, he does. Ugly. He loved to call a bitch ugly. We already knew that he has an odd obsession with his daughters. We yeah. already knew that he's been in bankruptcy and been sued and all these businesses failed, all these people he didn't pay. We knew about all this shit. None of this was new. No, there wasn't an ounce of it that was. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, they're going to vote for the dude at the end of the day. And at the and Hillary, like I, reg- I don't say I regretted voting for Hillary, but I damn sure didn't want to have to. But I went no. in there, I did what I had it to, and I said, "Girl, I guess I'm with you." Well. Like, it yeah, was, that was it. That's very much what this was because it wasn't. No, it was like, but see, that's voting. That's being black and voting in this country. It's like the. It's the lesser of two evils. At least that's what we have to tell ourselves, despite them both being evil. Despite them being the exact same. Um, And they, it was funny that they mentioned here, like they mentioned Detroit when they were talking about um, um, just the, just how the uh, operatives and the Russian misinformation hurt the uh, Democratic uh, nominee, Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton, where he said they were talking about like how close she was to taking Michigan. She was 10,000 votes short, mm-hmm. and 75,000 people that voted for Obama did not come out and vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Which I knew niggas was not going to show up for Hillary Clinton. Oh, I knew that. Um, and actually, uh, a lot of niggas that, and I don't talk to them anymore for obvious reasons. But hmm. a lot of niggas that I've come across ended up voting for Donald Trump too. And it's like, you're an idiot. You're I'm a dumb a sack of people. shit. I know. And these were people. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm good on that. Because there, there's, like, the first time, definitely no. The second time is a definite hell no. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, cons- well, can't really say that because him and Biden are two sides of the same coin, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, two sides. Of- <clears throat> it's, it's one fucking coin. It's, there's no... They're all the same nigga. Like they're it's just it's all the same. Yeah. Um, it's just they use different things as their quote unquote moral base. Right. Not it's, even really that anymore. It's truly. different tactics to accomplish the same ass shit. It's they're all the same, though. None of them they they have the corporate interests at heart. They don't give a fuck about the people. If if yeah. this pandemic ain't showing y'all shit else. <laughs> That is that niggas don't give a fuck about you. Because can't nobody say, oh, it was just like that because Trump, because is it any different? Yep. No, it, it for those, for some of you, it was like that because of Trump. For most of us, it was like that because capitalism. Right, because capitalism. Um, Hillary ends up losing the election. And even after uh, the loss of the election, so you remember when they were talking about the heart of Texas and how the Russians planned a protest and then encounter protests on the same day at the same yes. space. Yes. Well, they did the exact same thing apparently too in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. Like, directly after the election, they continue to to uh, sow seeds of disinformation and stage to counter two rallies, two mm-hmm. different rallies. Um, one supporting Trump, the other opposing Trump, uh, same day, same place. Yeah. And of right course, from each other. niggas showed up. Just how do you see that? Like, this is just how easy it is. But even so, after they had one of those women's march rallies here in the city, and I, it was, it went past my job, but along mm-hmm. the route, there were three different Trump rallies or Trump supporting whatever the fuck's happening. And I'm like, there's no way that three that this different is just people decided to get together and just do this along the route of this protest. Like, none of this shit makes sense. No. Um, and now having, like, actual and very true confirmation that this is what happened, it all made it all made so much sense. The issue for me though now is <sighs> the issue for me though now is um, exactly how and what do we do to prevent this from happening again? Because this That's isn't the first time, it's, and it's not the last time. There's nothing. The only thing that the only thing we can do to prevent something like this is a giant cultural shift. That's not going to happen. Exactly. Because it has to, we have to shift to a culture that, well, one, we have to have a government that we can trust and believe in, which we don't. That'll never happen. Exactly. We don't have that, which is why it's so easy to sow these seeds of discontent because our entire government is built on discontent anyway. Mm -hmm. We have to do the real work to disassemble these systemic 
racist, the systemically racist and classist structures that have been set up in our society because those automatically create dissension in which people can then come in and pick and play against. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work of putting more focus on education so that people real so that we create a culture of people who genuinely have a desire for knowledge so that people actually take the time to read past the headline and actually have the capability to critically think to critically think and process we need to overhaul we need our media system our media in general television and print to not be owned by private entities i think we also need to um, at least have we need one. to change the way in which we interact and consume media. I was getting there too. Like I think that's probably of the utmost importance. That was definitely um, the next thing. Yeah, like because even if like shit is garbage on the internet, like teaching people how to navigate that because it's always going to be garbage. Mm-hmm. Just teaching and informing people how to navigate that and how to tell the true news source and how to once again critically think about the things that they're consuming. Exactly. Um, well, Trump wins and he gets his ass in office on January 20th, just like every other goddamn president. Um, on that same day, though, Paul Manafort and two Russians meet in the Weston Hotel in Virginia. And this is when we begin to discuss the Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. Um, peace plan yeah which would have taken the ukraine and broken up into two separate sections mm-hmm. one would be east i think it was east and west ukraine Something and like ukraine would end up going to the russians and west ukraine would stay its own municipality um of course and it was funny that they brought up john mccain like john mccain be rolling in his grave ukraine is the gateway to the west yeah um it's funny the the value that we put on these kinds of things, but it is it's also like interesting, like the true, like political nature of it. Like borders aren't real. There's no like go away. Okay, so when people okay, I understand why people say borders aren't real, but the thing is, if you cross certain places, they're gonna shoot you in the face. <laughs> no. Like this if you're in North Korea and you go and no, cross the South no, no, Korea no, no, border, no. you're shot. So this not is by South Korea. because borders aren't real. Actually, they're not, but they are used as tools of creating. To they're used as tools of not only ownership, which is, you know, that's why you put a border up so you can say I own this, right? But not only that, but it's also they further the classes, the racism, the because it's like, oh, you're from there. Like, you're not good enough to be. That's all it's for. So, yeah, there are places that you will go and you'll keep walking and then you'll end up shot because you don't wandered into some place. But if borders were a real physical thing, you couldn't just wander into no place. The Berlin Wall was a border, bitch. You're gonna slap your face. You can't go any fucking where. But it's like, <laughs> if it ain't stuff like that, it's not a real thing. It is a societal concept that has been created to establish whatever different thing that you're trying to trying to assert. 
So there's, it's interesting too, because there's already shit going on with Russia and it's, it's kind of a mirror of this exact time period. What the fuck is that country? Okay. (laughs) Country north of Ukraine currently seeing civil unrest because of Russians. What the hell? Belarus. (laughs) I thought that's what you called, but I didn't want to sound stupid, so I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's Belarus. Uh, yeah. There's a similar situation happening happening in Belarus at the border. And there's um, a- not like the exact same, but it's interesting that the Russians, um, the Russians and the East, Eastern Europeans may quote unquote have a hand in it. And considering the location of it, where it's just north of Ukraine. Um, considering the timing of it mm-hmm. that Biden is in office. Um, it's just, it's very interesting to see these like commonalities between history and watch them repeat themselves. But even and if you it, look this at, is just another setup. But even, even if you look at here with that build that border wall or whatever, that was based in nothing but racism. Yeah, no, it was. And that definitely like, was. That so that's what I because and it was stupid at that it was just like this whole this whole move over that's going on in Belarus this is a power move it's always it's a, um how do I say this so it yes is... I know I'm simplifying it to like literally the lowest possible value but. Well, it's a, it, it's a power move, but it's a power move in the exact same way of like like John McCain saying Ukraine is like the gateway to yeah, the West. Yeah, pretty and much. Like, so I guess to a certain degree it's Belarus because of location. Yeah, that's It's just cool. interesting yeah. seeing it like watching this and then like watching mm-hmm. this and being reminded of the like Ukrainian conflict. And then, which at the same time, if I remember correctly, that was the same time as like the Arab Spring. And then watching like this Belarus shit happen at a time where, like I said, we have a Democrat, a Democrat in office mm. um, with, and of course, as always, there are tensions are, have arisen with Russia again. Mm-hmm. Because Mr. Donald J. Trump, and that J stands for Jermaine, um, is not in office. <laughs> nope, not Jermaine. Oh, God. Mm-mm. Donald Jerlin <laughs> Trump. <laughs> we sure will not be doing that. No, thank you. Um, I'm actually the fact that that like Donald Jaquise Trump might be running again just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm about to end this shit right the fuck now because you. Are getting on my nerves. <laughs> it does though. It kind of terrifies me, especially because because we've already seen what we already seen that like the possibility that other nations have gotten involved in the election to secure it for him. The yeah. fact that he's running again is still a fact that he's running again, and people people from his camp still have not served their times yet and are still facing charges right. is baffling and confusing and terrifying. 
Yeah, um, all those things. The unfortunate thing, though, is that like this documentary where it should be truly serving as a warning um, or an omen is more so just serving for <laughs> entertainment purposes. Yeah. Because this is not quite, it's not like important learning. Um, also, that same, so that during that same weekend where Paul Manafort is out there in Virginia um, in the Western Hotel being a hoe. Trump mm-hmm. also appointed, like one of the first things he did was appoint Michael Flynn. And we remember what happened with Michael Flynn after every major general in the U.S. was like, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And he did it anyway. Um, Steve Bannon also at the same time calls Carl Page and they actually like, they talk about Russia. Um, mm-hmm. This is according to testimony given by Page um, to Congress. Uh and I think this is the first time that they actually acknowledge and talk about the dossier. And yeah. he told Carl Page to cancel his um to cancel his TV appearance. This is all in like one day. Yeah. So bitch, when I tell you this shit is like this shit is like a blind spot on NBC. It's it's every episode you just get a little bit more of the information. Like this is in two days, all of this shit went down. <laughs> yes. These niggas work quick. It's like all this shit happened so fast. Like very quickly. And immediately after that, the very next day, Flynn is sworn in. Mm-hmm. Like just that quick. And on the and then the very next day after that, Sean Spicer's ass is coming out of the bushes mm-hmm. talking about how um Michael Flynn did not talk about sanctions. I was like, in the matter of days, matter of days, it has just escalated to full on stupidity. Mm-hmm. And out the gate, it was just garbage. It was so much happening. Like, it's it like, was wait, so much what, happening. Are, what are we talking about now? Because it was like, you couldn't even keep up with it. Right. And keep in mind, too, this is still like happening at the same time that the Russians are still meddling in um uh american communities best way to put it yeah like this is still like foot to the pedal like we're we're gonna get this shit done and it did nothing more than to to help elect and help fuel that whole um what are they calling out MAGA movement i almost called them teabaggers is that what they you know what i don't know that was the tea party I was I was like, wait, the who, the what, what? No, tea baggers would be a group of people putting their testicles on your face. Yes, like that you bitch. Kind of what? Back. I guess. How you feeling, bitch? Bitch, I feel like my wig smell like dick, girl. No. <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, two snaps and a dab, a la mama fucking dick. Mm-mm. Um. <laughs> And very quickly, too, the FBI is already, like, semi on the case, a la Sidney Bristow, because yeah. um, they've already begun the process of of um, <laughs> starting to interview people, because I think at this at this time, the dossier is in FBI hands. And was this the one, was this dossier the one that contained the Trump-likes um, hooker yeah, piss? Going, yeah. He likes sex worker piss? I'm yeah. gonna say hooker because she was Russian. Hook of his. Um yeah. never forget that, y'all. Never forget that. 
This is, and I would, but see, even with that, I was like, damn, why we kink shaming? Because <laughs> you know why? When that came out, I think, I don't think there was a single person that I knew personally that was like anywhere near surprised by it because it's it's to be expected from that type of personality I wasn't and that type sure. of like uh, performative and poorly performative um, morality. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. No, I wasn't surprised at all. I wasn't I was surprised like, at all. Yeah, this this fits. <laughs> this is this fits. Um, and also, too, at the same time, I think Robert Mueller also is beginning an independent investigation. So you've got the dossier being turned over to um, Trump hands. We've got Mueller just starting the report, no scully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, y'all need to watch some X Files. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I am so very stoned, and this shit just hit me very hard. Yeah. Okay, refocus, because now I have the theme song to X Files. Okay, head. the Mueller investigation. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Trump starts to uh actually give like the due and necessary. Um, information to Mueller. His lawyers gave Mueller a confidential memo and it states that Trump only knew that Flynn had been interviewed by the FBI and that Flynn had been cleared um, from his conversations with the Russians via the handler, which we all know is untrue. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Once again, meanwhile, at the same time, you have Putin showing up to interviews and conventions and and congregational shit (laughs) and he just it's funny because he says it so he says it slightly sarcastic as if it isn't true where in my spirit it feels like he's just being emboldened to say that it is true Mm -hmm. um he's asked like what did you and at this time too like russian russian interference is pretty much a very much unknown thing um, and he's asked, uh, did you interfere in the American election? He's like, yes, sure. I always do. And it was funny the way that he said it because he, it just reeked up like, yeah, he actually did. And yeah, as we found out like, that it's been every election since that something, it, yeah. something has something has happened or been tried to been fendagled or fendugled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the Russian. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When when they, when they talked about Obama, let me tell you something. <laughs> when they talked about Obama having a private conversation with Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. regarding his interference in the election, where this nigga said, "You leave our election alone, or I'm gonna fuck up your economy." Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he was like, "Yes, I would destroy your economy." Everything and everyone you know will be homeless. They will never have a thing. They will starve to death. We will close off your ports. You will suffocate if you continue to do it. And Putin just sitting here, <laughs> unable to do anything. But yeah, the it, when the woman said that 
feel the Obama, Obama administration could have done more. I understand why they didn't, but also, yeah, they they because they couldn't really do it because it's like she works; she's part of your administration. Yeah, but we're also it's talking like about... you're trying to slant the election. Well, I mean, as 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 we've seen, it doesn't like truth does not matter at all, like at all, like at the very least, like secure the fucking problem. Like he should have just destroyed the Russian economy at that point and sat back. So, I mean, fuck it, why not? No, seriously. Like, just I'm do not it. I'm an advocate of destroying any country's economy. I don't feel like I'm an advocate power of too. getting the niggas that are trying to get you. And these niggas got us good. For four years, they got us together. But I mean, well, we are not, have we not? Bro, been all they did was the internet. But have we not been getting ourselves all this fucking time? We can't act like any of our elected officials have been fucking worth a damn so that's also very true like i mean what they just gave us another one shit speaking of election officials who aren't worth a damn do you remember joanne watson no. the woman that was always leading she always wore some kind of like african tribe print um but she was always leading some kind of a charge or a rally to go do something and then she'd sit down and that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about but has a good two-minute inspirational speech about like going out and 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 showing them who we are and and letting them know and then she just sit down and that'll be it that sounds about american yeah i mean i don't know who you're talking about but it sounds right well i've been thinking about her a lot recently i was just like is she i wonder if she's okay she ain't been to work in years now they let her ass go. They can give that bitch the pink slip. Um, okay. Well, at this, a little bit after this, uh, roughly about February, we get introduced to, um, not only is it just Paul Manafort, but it's also his partner in crime, the uh, Don Lemon to his Don Cheadle. <laughs> Rick Gates. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't either. I'm I'm confused. I don't know where we was. What was happening? Um, but Rick Gates actually like Rick Gates had already been working for um, Paul Manafort at this time, and they like stated very clearly multiple times that they are not and that they have not worked with the Ukrainian government and they did not require registering as for agents in the U.S. Um, Manafort actually in 2018 ends up pleading guilty to the Justice Department because of his work with mm-hmm. the Ukrainian government. I don't mm-hmm. think we really talked about that, but Paul Manafort essentially created, built, and installed the oh my god I can't pronounce his name the Ukrainian president yeah. that go back to episode one that um, was the real root of the Ukrainian incident because he was essentially taking bribes from the Russians mm-hmm. while also presenting a Western forward face and he. He did not live up to his, um, what was asked of him. Ukrainians stood up and the Russians rolled in. Yeah. And he got onto a plane and he skedaddled his ass the fuck on out. Yeah. 
This nigga says skitter the rinky dinky dink, skitter the rinky do, skitter really? with his back up to the air to the fucking helicopter. Mm-mm. Like, I am out. It's my nap time. He got his ass out of there quick. Uh, but yeah, Paul Manafort ends up doing jail time because of his, you know. Well, not, did he actually do jail time? He, he pled guilty. So he but I don't think he guilty. did jail. He pled guilty and then Trump like promptly commuted his sentence. Oh, he was one of those. Mm. Okay. Hand over fist, nigga scamming the system. And for a party based and steeped in such high ideas of, of like morality, you would think, you would fucking think that something like this would be disgusting. Yeah. Um, um, earlier too, about that same time, they didn't really, they didn't talk about Michael Cohen very much at all, which kind of surprised They just me. like kind of like, like grazed over him. They mentioned him, but didn't maybe, no, because I watched the second. Yeah. <laughs> enough of it. No, same. Like, I don't think he, he wasn't, they didn't include him in this, in which was kind of, confusing as i would have expected it was confusing. considering he was a part of that russian deal initially wasn't he yeah yeah he it was a part of the russian deal. as to why he wasn't yeah well was he was also um trying to he also thought he was a a a, a professor in international politics because he decided to pitch pitch like it's a show so he um, was so back to sorry, Paul Manafort. He was pardoned December twenty third, twenty twenty. He served out the rest of his sentence under house arrest due to concerns about COVID nineteen. Of course, he served less than two years in prison, though. In cupcake prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they count. And then he was released from federal prison to serve the rest of his sentence under house arrest, which is 7.5 years. But the first, what, shit, this year, basically, like, I mean, yeah, technically we're not in quarantine anymore, but we kind of still are. Like, anybody going for real? Like, so you're not doing nothing? Like, No, and here's the thing, too. He shouldn't be allowed to be. He shouldn't be allowed to be under house arrest in his home because I'm sure his home is far too nice. Right. They need to put this nigga under house arrest in a daycare center and make him work there. <laughs> Barefoot. For free. Mm. <laughs> right. Um, but Michael Cohen actually delivers and creates this um, pro-Prussian, pro-Prussian pro-Russian Ukrainian peace plan because at this point now we're talking about damn near a year and a half two years into conflict um to General Flynn while on a visit to the White House um of course the plan was developed by two pro pro-Russia Ukrainian Americans there we go that was hard to say did I say that right that was a lot of a sentence. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They were pro-Russian Ukrainians, and the meeting was arranged by a Ukrainian-American mm-hmm. who, whose daughter 
is married to Michael Cohen's brother. Yeah. That's some shit. That is some shit. Yeah. That is some shit. Shout out. Shout out to um, Wikipedia for coming in clutch. I'm going to donate to y'all this year. <laughs> Give you my $3. I'm in it for I'm in it to win it. And you're far more informative than WikiLeaks. Um, okay, so Julian Assange. <sighs> Did you know he's dating Pamela Anderson? Yes. Why? What is wrong with her? Why is she dating him? Just I, I mean, Pamela Anderson also tried to make good choices. So I mean, she did VIP. That was a wonderful choice. It wasn't. Not <laughs> that shit is cult classic. That don't mean it's not terrible. No, it's horrible, but it's enjoyable and so she fun. She also did Stripperella. I mean, also enjoyable and fun. And she made a sex tape with Tommy Lee. So that wasn't quite as enjoyable. And I didn't have nearly as much fun. No. But it was entertaining. Didn't know his dick was that big. Yeah, it's huge. Wow. Was, yeah. Well, <laughs> we all know now. I was, was. I see why you look like that and date the girls you date. Because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got money and a big dick. Right. Okay. Does he have? Wait, Pamela Anderson has hepatitis. Yeah. B A C C C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Natalie Cole had hepatitis C too. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to line my facts up. <laughs> yeah, no. Also, Pamela Anderson is is Canadian. And once you're a Canadian, like that's a whole different world. Not Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I like Canada. Excuse you. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's where I'm gonna run and hopefully God willing get asylum the next time the Russians try to interfere in a US election because it's not exactly. gonna go good. I'm gonna go live there because I happen to I'm like gonna go good. Um okay. I don't, Julian Assange is okay, so hear me out, right? Like I know there's a physical being who says that he is Julian Assange. Yes. But you think this is like lawnmower man? I don't believe that he's a real person. <laughs> I believe there is a series of people doing random shit and I don't I just I just never believed he's a remember I have a tinfoil hat though I've never believed that he was a like he was a real person I knew there was a physical being claiming to be this person I just always thought this was a front for a collective but what about his relationship with Pamela Anderson? I just said it's a physical being claiming this name, but that don't mean that that's who that is. It's people make a whole business of being bitches that they not. The fuck? Like, it's... I mean, that's fair. That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> I mean, I can't even be like, well, we've never seen the two of them in the same room together. Because Again... Well, I personally have never seen them two together, I but that ain't got shit were. to do with it. Because, there, yes, there is a physical being saying that this is his name. I just don't think that it's a one-person thing. 
<laughs> the organization, no, but I think Julian Assange is a person. I I think he lives and breathes. <laughs> yeah, but why I, do you make that's his name? I don't think that again, the physical person, the person that be sitting down doing all them weak ass interviews. Yes, that is a physical being. Do I think that that person's name is Julian Assange? No, I do not. That name don't even sound real. That name sounds fake as fuck. Like it's. I mean, it does sound like a Josh Whedon character. Right. It sounds like some shit from a movie. It sounds fake as fuck. Like I don't. I've never believed that that person that that, that WikiLeaks was just this one dude. Like I've oh, never a one person that. operation. Yeah, like again, a no. being walking because you know they the whole point of it is like this is one person bringing down the system. That's how you get them to trust, right? It's how you get people to trust and believe this bullshit. But do I think that this is a no, this isn't a one-person job. This is a collective of people. Oh, yeah, okay. They're putting out information to sell Discord on one side or the other. Because so my high ass thought that you just didn't think that he was like a real person and that you thought this was a collective of people that were like making computer images of him. <laughs> As I am high as well. And I know <laughs> the way I was saying that sound weird. I can completely understand how you. I'm like, no, he's a real person. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I think we've seen him before. <laughs> I thought you, I thought that he was like, what was that damn Disney movie? Um, with the mom, with the house was the mom, house in law, whatever the fuck it was. What? What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Where the um. <laughs> where the boy's mother died and the house took over and Peggy was the new mother and she was like this little virtual house mom. Oh, smart house or whatever? Oh, that's it. <laughs> house in law. House in law. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the, the like smart house. Stop doing these shows, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, I can't breathe. Anyway, so Julian Assange is a real person, and there's a collective of people who help him. We both agree. <laughs> Took us a minute to get there. <laughs> uh, I live in a world of like show, okay? <laughs> fantasy. I play too many video games. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> so. Now I'm just imagining this nigga in like a coat and it's a bunch of little kids. Like <laughs> I swore that you were saying that he was not an actual like living, breathing person. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's alive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a person. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. That's why I was like, but well, what about his relationship with Pamela Anderson? <laughs> Okay, so about mid-February, Trump comes out and starts talking about how um, these Russian connections to his campaign were all nonsense, they were all bullshit. He, he, um, said, he said it's all bullshit. Yep. <laughs> 
He said it was a part of a large cover-up by the Clinton campaign, which mm. we can't, we would be remiss if we forgot uh, Pizzagate and how wackadoo that shit was. And how it right. still hasn't gone away? Still hasn't gone away. So people just like to throw these bullshit-ass, like, actual theories out. I can't even call them theories. It's like um, the fact that people like, because we talked about this in the QAnon when we did yeah. into the storm, because people like running into this pizza shop with guns, like yeah. I'm saving the kids. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what's that? And meanwhile, there's just a family of four sitting there trying to eat their fucking like <laughs> half pepperoni, half vegan cheese. Because there's one daughter who's like, I'm, the vegan, I'm this vegan. vegan. She's like an eight year old vegan, and you're just trying yeah. to have beast for one. Yeah, and this nigga runs up with a gun, talking about I'm trying to save the kids. We've got to search the building. Right, um, like it's wild, and it's like where's the basement? It's like this building not even have a basement. Like what is happening? And I'm kind of surprised too. Like I want, I need to look it up and see if the if those two documentaries are done by each other because the color scheme is kind of the same in the opening. I it's, think they're. I don't think they were done by the same people like directors but i think it's the same company okay that's what i was wondering about um because i felt like there was a lot of crossover in this one that i was expecting to hear a little bit more on things like pizzagate and how and like the russian influence in that and them cutting up clips and posting them on tiktok i mean they're both hbo documentaries so yeah once again hbo kills it for the documentary Mm-hmm. Everybody else sucks. Everybody else sucks. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, Hulu was doing uh, an hour and a half long nipple documentaries on fucking mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. And apparently Astro World now. And Jen fucking Shaw. Yes. However, I hope they do do one on the BBW lesbian TikTok hole. That I will watch. Um, okay. So back to another cult. <laughs> Um, so George Papadopoulos at this point is roughly about February. It's still the first Every year. Every time of, somebody say his name, I always think his name. They make some shit up. It don't George never sound real to me. I know. Okay, so this is gonna <laughs> sound really gross. And I'm actually embarrassed to kind of admit this. There are some pictures of George Papadopoulos where I'm no, like, Damn. not doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're not about to do. It's like all y'all was horny for them Cuomo's. I'm not doing this with y'all. I'm not. I'm not doing this with y'all. You know, not the older one. What is, it? What is the other one? Who the Chris hell are you? Girl. <laughs> Chris and um Andrew. Yeah. All y'all was horny for them Cuomo's. Quarantine fucked y'all life up because Y'all was horny for people that didn't even make no goddamn sense. You niggas less no. than fucking Medea. Y'all was out here Steve horny Harvey. for Kirk Franklin and Steve Harvey. And no, it was Ron Isley. Him too. Yeah, Ron Isley though. It's like, all right, Ron, I see it. I see what they talk about. I see you in these streets. Y'all out here just horny for everybody. Oh, y'all need some dick or puss or whatever you enjoy. Y'all need something because the fuck y'all, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all just out here wilding. 
Well, George Papadopoulos um, ends up being interviewed for the second time with the FBI. And it's interesting because he ends up deleting his account that he had, his Facebook account that he had since 2005. Mm -hmm. And this was because it contained correspondence concerning Russia. Yep. He opened a new Facebook account and changed the phone number, which is really weird that like Facebook ends up making, well, no, I mean, not really weird, but. <laughs> I guess it's just to be. Why is Mark Zuckerberg not serving charges? Why is he not being being arrested at this point? Let me not say that too loud because I'm because, sure the Instagram is listening. I mean, because in reality, because somebody else has, I've had this conversation with somebody else. Because in reality, there's because technology moves faster than our legal system. There's nothing on the books. There's no law anywhere on the books that says that Mark Zuckerberg did anything wrong. The platform is responsible for user submitted content. Yeah, that's it's the problem. The same thing that they've been trying to come after Wikipedia for for years. It's called like UC, it's like UC 230. It's something with a couple with three numbers to it. Mm-hmm. And it specifically it specifically talks about protecting websites and entities in events like this. And yeah. the Democrats were trying to have it repealed. Even this is more recently, mm-hmm. which I was on the fence. Of, I was on the fence about because there. <sighs> I'm not for repealing it altogether. I think but, it needs to be modified. I would say I do think it needs to be amended. Yeah. Because there does need to be a level of responsibility yes. on the platform because it's like, because it's the same, this is what Pornhub was just going through. And because it's like, it, since I'm talking about Pornhub, because that's the most recent example I can think of where this came up, everybody's trying a lot of people were trying to come after the owner of Pornhub and said that the owner of Pornhub should be put to jail because there was rampant amounts of child porn of revenge porn revenge porn people's uh, actual rapes yeah yeah yes actual rapes um on film like people being filmed without their knowledge with yeah where it's clear this it's clear the woman is being sex trafficked that kind of stuff all that was going because any and everybody could submit whatever mm-hmm. and it didn't you know there was no oversight to it now there's oversight but not really right because it's like now to submit on to the website if you're not like a big studio you have to be verified which sounds good except it don't take shit to get verified yeah was what some of them are doing too is is they're reviewing in the process of reviewing all videos if they see any other bodies they were they're requiring ids to be they're submitted requiring for um forms submitted for everybody in the video yeah I'm like, okay, okay. Now, I I say yes because it is going onto a public forum. So at least 
you know if but if forms are submitted at least you you can't say you know because you don't see this shit but at yeah. least you attempted to be sure that everybody involved is aware this is being published and also was involved at their own volition yeah because it is still the internet and there's only so much you can do before it gets into that now you're restricting free speech yeah i'm i the policies like this though make me a little just a little uncomfortable because i become more concerned about okay so what what about the what about the people involved consensually in and producing sex work and how is this fallout going to affect them? But, um, I but I, it definitely needs I to I don't be think necessary. that it will necessarily because if you're, if you're doing- Oh no, it has. It I has. mean, it, it has. It and has like there's, They're restricting like certain, certain types of content. I was going to um, say it has because- I know a lot of the the more extreme content isn't getting published. Yeah, the more uh, the more so, heavy fetish stuff is not, uh, no yeah. longer getting published. So I mean, it it has. Oh, so they've started of, taking down people's stuff from like old videos, videos that like they may have had up for about two or three yeah. years now, where they're engaged in consensual sex with somebody. The said person doesn't have an OnlyFans or doesn't have a Just for Fans, so they can't be linked in it. Mm-hmm. So they end up taking that down because they're like, "Well, you're having sex with someone, and we don't thing know who this person like, is." And it's like, so I, I only have to collaborate with, I only get to collaborate with these people in this bubble of this company. No, I hear you, and I I understand, and I do agree with that. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it it either has to be regulated universally or not at all right so it's like these rules have to apply all the way across nothing grandfathered in none of that or don't have the rules at all yeah I, but i don't understand how people think that this is like they're like oh this will stop sex trafficking it's like no it's not it's but see the thing because the whole point of these rules is to stop anything it's to protect corporate interests as with most rules and laws in our society it's not to stop anything it's the same it's the instagram nipple rule right it's not meant to do anything other than hopefully stop then to curb men trying to post pictures of women's breasts which it didn't because you see these sites everywhere yeah you see these pages that now granted Instagram is slowly taking them all down, but they it's a complete it's a sanitizing of it's a sanitizing of pornography in a very quote unquote liberal mm-hmm. world, but that liberalism is still steeped in puritanical um, bullshit because and not just not just that but i guess high morality as well um yeah it's it's a very weird and strange place that we are moving into in that kind of realm um and honestly too russians probably had something to do with that shit too i mean because to me i sex is not taboo in my world like it's not something i don't talk about it's not something that 
I'm not willing to engage. It's not something I shy away from. She but, don't mind getting a little dick in her wig. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't put your dick in the wig. I don't want it. I don't want nothing to do with it. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> I used to say that's why I didn't like male strip clubs because I don't want your penis in my ponytail. Like I just don't, I don't want it. Leave me alone. But anyway, it's but it's also like you have our society that's steeped in these really strange, really like provincial Christian views. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh no, all that's bad. And th- these parts of your body are, are not to ever be shown and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, y'all doing a lot. And a lot of the shit y'all complain about wouldn't be a thing if y'all just chilled the fuck out. And I, to just to tie it back to, and I feel like these are very many, very much so um, the people who are pro-Trump and have yeah. completely ignored the um, disgrace he has bestowed upon this country, not only as the president, but just in the act of, just in the very basic act of the election. Mm-hmm. Um, by continuing up the rumors, by saying that, the pussy grab was a cover-up for the Clinton campaign, like just right. egging on the stupidity in a way that had already been brewing within the Republican Party, mm-hmm. but just escalated to no end. But um, I mean, I also blame TMZ too for this. Oh yeah, yeah. But we also have to acknowledge that Rand Paul crossed so Donald Trump could run. I mean, was he not the same nigga? Like, <laughs> I mean, he kind of he was. He was. <laughs> he was. I was also thinking of Ross Perot for some reason. Okay. I don't know why. Oh, you know what? You remember all that when that little girl played Ross Perot? Amanda Bynes. It was Amanda. Was it? That wasn't Amanda Bynes. Yes, that was playing Amanda Bynes. No, it wasn't. Oh wait, that yes, was that other girl, that round face girl. Amanda. Amanda Bynes played. Rand Paul. It was <laughs> I'm Ross Perot. That's such a very I was just watching that those episodes too. That was like the first or second season. We are old. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know for real, for real. That's how you for real know. Um right. I think this is a good place to stop. Yeah, but just I'm running out of steam. This is enough. Um all right, niggas and nigglets. Um, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us this week. If you like us, then like the show. And if you don't like us, then fuck you and your mama, bitch. <laughs> no, we don't have to do that. Uh, fuck you and your whole lineage, you crusty pussy, bitch. <laughs> no. See, we don't. The aggression, the violence that you choose on a regular basis. I just don't. What? Um, y'all stay blessed. <laughs> and you end with, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all stay blessed. I'm going to go get some dick in my wig. We're going to have some fun. I told you, I'm going to make yeah, this yeah. shit happen. I'm making this shit a thing. Oh, good day. <laughs>